Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Loosely Based, the podcast where we talk about a movie that's based on a true story, and we talk about what was true, what isn't true, what we loved, what we hated, who was hot, who was... Not. Thank you, Corey. (laughs) Um, So today's episode, very exciting, beloved sports classic Disney movie, Miracle. Herb Brooks had given up his dream of Olympic glory (laughs) until 20 ordinary kids. Why'd you want to play hockey? Isn't it obvious for the girls? Gave him a second chance. The Soviets win. My goal is to beat them at their own game. Beat the best team in the world. You're missing some of the best players. I'm looking for the best players, Craig. I'm looking for the right ones. They were bitter rivals. A lot of guys from Minnesota and Boston. Yeah, that's going to work. But one coach had a plan to turn them into a team. I got no time for quitters. You want me to play, huh? I want you to be a hockey hockey player. That'll get them going. Oh, yeah. Today, we have a delightful special guest. She is probably the person who my own sports achievements were tied to most closely as we both rode the bench in our championship-bound high school soccer team. Um, And you should also know that at least one of my friends calls her Hot Alex. Oh, God. (laughs) Congrats. It's Alex Heisler, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) She's here. And then, as usual, we've got me, Dana Cooperberg. Me, Ben Castleman. And I, Corey Borkman. And Alex and I are BFFs. Hi. <laughs> hey, Alex. Hey. Um, if you were in a biopic about your life, who would play you and who would play your love interest? Okay. So can I pick someone that doesn't look anything like me mm-hmm. at all? Yeah. Okay. So I pick Winona Ryder <laughs> just because <laughs> I think that she is like the perfect amount of crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like in in real life. Yes. You know, like that, you know, the, 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 I don't know what award show it was, but the one of her on stage and her eyes are like, I'm like, that's my girl. She's also really versatile. She is very versatile. Um, she's amazing in little women. That's where I first saw her. I love her. And your love interest. Um, definitely Mark Ruffalo, but 13 going on 30 Mark Ruffalo. The movie is fine, but he's like. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking. This is a movie I want to see. I'm talking style on point. Yes. Personality. I don't know. Looks. Yeah. Job. Got He's it. a photographer. Winona and Ralph. Cool. Well, I guess this is a great time for us to chit chat about all of our uh, positions today and our relationships to the movie. So why don't we kick it off with you, Ben? Cool. I am the big dummy because I saw it once a while ago, probably when it came out, and then once again yesterday. So I didn't do any research. I'm just here to have a good time. All right, Corey, what about you? I am the Hollywood liaison this (laughs) go around. (laughs) Um, And movie-wise, I mean, like, yeah, I saw it, like, when it came out, maybe, like, once on DVD or on demand. And then, like, at camp, I'm sure they showed it, like, two, three times while I grew up because it's a sports movie. Um, but nothing like I was like, I never like, whoa, whoa, a miracle. But I was like, good. Yeah, love that. Um, I'm the historian today. And my relationship with the movie is, I, I, yeah, I saw it when it first came out for sure. And I think I've seen it like a couple of times <laughs> since because of my proximity and friendship to Miss Alex across the way. And I also have particular lines very closely memorized because of my proximity to Alex. Give us one. Um, and I one. also have the entire Herbrook speech memorized because of the, my proximity. Okay, give us the first two lines of Herbrook speech. The ending one? Great moments are born from great opportunity. <laughs> That's what we have here tonight, boys. Perfect. Alex, <laughs> It seems like this movie is your jam. Explain more. Um, Okay, so I saw this movie when it came out in theaters in... 2004. 2004. I was not a hockey player, but my dad grew up on a lake pond, yeah, in Jersey. Yeah. And him and his brothers, like, that was like their jam, you know, hockey all day, every day in the wintertime. So this movie came out, and it was like 
that was like my real introduction to hockey i guess Got like it. my dad took us to rangers games a lot but uh-huh. that was like so i've watched hockey ever since it's a great movie watch it every winter with my family mm-hmm. extended family mm-hmm. it's a great movie all my friends have seen it because they have to mm-hmm. why do you love this movie or why do you keep coming back oh it's the underdog story mm-hmm. like oh, everyone right. loves an underdog story right yeah mm. But like, sure. yeah. So you watch with your whole family. Are you all <laughs> quoting along? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but like at, at like the bad lines, like okay, lines yeah. that aren't even one. good. Give us one. Cause I have my favorite. No, but I mean, like I'm talking about lines that don't mean anything. Yeah, no, hit. There's like one line that's like gold medal in what is it? Like 62, 64, 76, 78 or something like that. Gold medal in 64, 68, 72, 76. It's a pretty lofty goal, Herb. I don't know the oh, full yeah, line, but it's like yeah, stupid yeah. lines all like the, that that all aren't. All the gold medals the Russians have won? That the, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. It's just like a line. It's like in the first five minutes of the movie, okay. and it's a dumb line. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's probably when they're all sitting around that yeah. <laughs> shit chatting about how the Russians could never be beat. My but, favorite random line from the movie is The moose is fine, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. That's the best part of the movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I just like all the assistant coaches. Like, mm-hmm little lines where he'll be like yeah. what do you think craig and then craig's like yeah so i guess what i would love to hear is like what do you want to know my my dear friend who is the big dummy this week ben um i feel like it's all about herb it it is a disney sports movie we have done three mm. of these so i'm very skeptical yeah. although it was so like history focused i feel like it has to be more true than the other three i mean other two but all of my questions are about like herb like how who he was as a person like mm. if he was this guy or if he was just like a good coach that pulled off an upset I have so much. Th- Obviously, this movie is Herb focused. Herb fully loaded. We did it. <laughs> have a good night, Lindsay everyone. Lindsay is back, baby. Check out her show about beaches and her clubs in Greece. Mykonos. Okay, back to Herb. Um, I kind of get why this movie plays out how it mm-hmm. does. So we can get to that later. What I truly want to know now is after the game versus Norway, mm-hmm. where uh, they do the suicides back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Is that true? Yes. That's okay. what I want to know. Well, I'm going to no just idea. kick it what off is? here with a like a bomb. You guys are going to freak out. Okay. Just kidding. But this movie is the far and away the most true movie we have watched. Whoa. This is like, <laughs> I'm talking... Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> I it mean... It can happen. <laughs> Was that how Michael's here? That was like literally. They used the actual recording. (laughs) You could not have sounded less like a sports commentator. (laughs) Sunday Night Football, um, Al Michaels. If we're putting a percentage on this one, I am going to say 97. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, every single play was like choreographed down to like Like, every pass and every. Yeah. Wait, that's a question that I had. So is this like. Al Michaels was that the original like commentary? The last five seconds is yeah Hollywood wise. Al Michaels yes did the commentating for the game. That's Mm -hmm. true. He did make up the call. Do you believe in miracles? Um, But for the movie wise, I just got the chills when you said that. (laughs) Um, um, Watching the movie, I was like thinking the same thing. I was like, are these Al Michaels real call? And they're like trying to match like the visuals. I was like, that's crazy hard to do. And then I was like, when we got to the do you believe in miracles, like. The sound was different where I was like, oh, this was all new. That one was old. And then it quick immediately on the top of IMDb's page, it's like Al Michaels came back in and did all the voice and like voiceover stuff, except he used he didn't want to do the call again because obviously there's so much natural emotion in that that mm-hmm. it's like weird to make up again. And the director agreed. And then I loved in the IMDb comment, it was like. And so he had to like change. He like cleaned up the sound a little so it fit in perfectly smooth. And I was like, "Lols, no, it didn't. I know it, it did very. not." Johnson over to That's the kind of 
shit that I would never notice. Oh, no, it's like I, s- I didn't even I watched this movie that's two good. days ago and was like after it was over, I was like, did he even say the miracles thing? Like I <laughs> it missed was it. Yes. Very quiet. Mm-hmm. Oh, like. maybe that's why. And I was just too overcome. No, I knew it like he did the Do You Believe in Miracles. Or I was just like fresh. watching. I was like, this mm-hmm. is crazy hard to film a movie based around already written um, commentary. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then when it, I could hear it was different, I was like, oh, he redid mm-hmm. this part. And mm-hmm. then it came. They just kept the old stuff. So yeah, the, it's mostly true. And yes. Al Michaels is real. Al Michaels <laughs> is a real man. And that's what you were all wondering. <laughs> okay. Um, so back to Norway. Norway game. Yeah. They lose. They lose. And Coach Herb is angry. They were doing Herbies. That's what they called them. Oh, cute. Did they call that in real life? Because I saw that they they called called that that. also in the movie set. They called that the Herbies Day. Yeah, and it was called Herbies Day. Yeah. It was filmed. It was like 12-hour days over three days of doing that. And like the director wanted it to be as real as possible. So it's like they were just going like doing them again. Yeah. Again. I mean, how else Again. would you film that scene, you know? I know. And all I was just watching, it's like, how can this be real? Like, one of these kids would have passed out by now. Like, someone mm. would have puked. Like, ugh. And the such complacent assistant coach is just like, ugh, I won't do it. And then just whistle. It's like, <laughs> no, again. <laughs> and that's like what I, I was like. This is almost child abuse. These college uh, athletes don't even get paid. But uh, like, do, we get, do, do, do you remember that soccer game? Which one? When we like played and then after that we like beat them but only by one and then we had to do like Coach Johnson's oh. versions of Herbie. You know like, what? I actually thought that was because we went to it. We all got caught at a party. Oh, it happened the night before. before. This is and why I quit sports in Because no. one, one of our captains ratted us out. Oh. But the whole team was there. Name her. So Name even she her. was there. I'm Name not going to do it. I actually like her. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. We all do It's the worst part. Kids. Okay. Um, so here's some fun facts about Herbie Day. Yes. The lights like literally went out. Like, like oh. the guy, Zamboni even, cleaner was yeah, like, I'm yeah. going home. Like they, the lights went out and they kept freaking doing Herbie's. Wow. Like that was not even like slightly a thing. What, what didn't happen is it didn't end because Mike, Mike Rizzioni. <laughs> I literally screamed when that happened. I think. Who do you play Massachusetts. for? Again. <laughs> Mike Rizzioni. Went through Massachusetts. Who do you play for? I play for the United States of America. That's all, gentlemen. It's sad to me that that didn't happen because that was my that was the note that I wrote that had the most hearts next. So to how it. did it end? Um, it ended because one guy got so mad that he broke his stick in half. Uh, <laughs> but that's the, all he wanted to see. Yeah, anger. He was really mad. And then the other thing that somebody else said was, um, but for the record, none of us threw up like those kids in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but no one in the movie threw up. One of them. Yeah, you can see like spittle. spittle. <laughs> oh, oh my! No. Y'all just. Said- <laughs> Oh, I just screamed. Oh, it's okay. Um, okay, um, so that so yeah. was real, real. Really real. Like, the research mm, I saw was yeah. just ma- mainly that, like, like the people, the real uh, hockey player, like, watched this. They're like, yeah, that seemed true. Like, their only biggest takeaway was that Herbie was meaner in real yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Right? Really? They, were, they were like, Herb wouldn't come to our Christmas party and give <laughs> gifts. Like, no. Yeah. He was like, he was serious business. And this was, this was yeah. it. He had a big job. Yeah. It's a huge job. To be the Soviets. And so the Cold good. War, actually. He, he ended actually the Cold War. <laughs> Single-handedly. Um, were, right. were there other, other moments that you were like, no, that can't be real? Who are those two guys who had a lot of beef at the beginning? Oh. oh. Jim O'Callaghan. Actually, okay. I think we're going to go to Alex for this one. Because oh, okay. as even as the historian, I had a lot of trouble some of the names were similar and some of the faces oh, well, were yeah. similar so that was hard for me as a watcher well the big like thing is between the guys from minnesota and the guys yeah. from boston you know the world's biggest hockey hubs yeah. i did I write that boston versus minnesota more important than usa versus ussr <laughs> <laughs> the accents are cute yes i don't know how accurate they are i don't know it did seem i mean multiple times i'm watching this i'm like oh 
This is an accent movie. I'm excited. This is <laughs> was it third, all over the place at times? Yes. My but I third it. note says, okay, everyone is the hottest person I've ever seen. <laughs> Herb is from Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one well, guy, McClanahan, is from Minnesota. He's my favorite. He's a, he's a good guy. So hot. He's a See, good the guy. thing is, is like this movie focuses so much more on Herb, and I'll discuss that more. I don't know any of the boys. You know Michael Ruzioni. I honestly could not describe it to him, but I would say white with longish hair, and you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, watching it older, like, as an older person, it's like they don't really focus a lot on the team oh, there's bonding. No there's none of that. Development. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and the, sad. The conflict resolution is so quick. I know, that's why that's I was, true. that's why I want to hear about this beef. Mm hmm. But so. it's also funny is like when you're watching the movie and then it gets to like the last five minutes and it pans over the bench, you're like, who are half of those guys? Yeah, <laughs> I like, haven't seen them this whole movie. Us. Yeah. And then they do the like afterward. And they're all like airline pilots or ranch owners. No, they're all in finance. Oh, yeah. So many of them but are But the in best finance. one was one of them was like, he's still working on his bachelor degree. <laughs> yeah, this like, movie came out 25 old? years later. <laughs> that man is 40 years old at that point. Yeah. He's still doing what he's doing. I respect it. You could never, it's never too late. Just want to get that across. But yeah, no, it's like funny. They're all mm-hmm. their LinkedIn profiles. And I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. It's like funny. Like the the fight brawl is like, <laughs> isn't Jim O'Callaghan one of them, right? O'Callaghan yeah. and McClanahan. Yes. Um, yeah. Like the actor who plays Jim O'Callaghan. Callahan, mm-hmm. O'Callaghan. Mm-hmm. Um, during the, the audition was like all the players have hockey background yeah. like that was yeah. the they were hockey players first actor second because mm. the director thought it's easier to teach a hockey player to act than an actor to eh, play hockey they weren't great no <laughs> and they weren't and that's why I think in the end like this came where I was like annoyed that the movie was too focused on Herb and then I realized oh Kurt Russell's the only actor in this movie okay yeah let's not focus on the boys it would mm. only get worse mm-hmm. I wanted cameras right in their faces while they're on the ice and, and so the audience goes wow this kid that was up that's the same guy so now it has an authenticity and a realism to it because these kids are seriously talented hockey players. Get it on. It started with, hmm, can I teach actors to play hockey at the level I need? It's impossible. Or am I going to get hockey players and teach them how to act? In the audition, like the biggest process was uh, like hockey tryouts. It was truly like they did it in like Vancouver, New York, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and all that, and. Jim O'Callaghan legit got in a fight with one of the other players during like Brilliant. audition tryouts. Yes, I saw it. The coach and like he like apologized to the director. Like the actor, did. the yeah. actor legit fought another person because you know hockey, hockey testosterone. Yeah. Um, yes. and <laughs> he like he apologized I think to the director later, and the director was like, "Oh no, no, no that was great. Like it showed like passion, or whatever." Yeah, yeah, he was like, "This is gonna work." Yeah. Um, one fun fact I have about that rivalry is that in real life the two of them did not like it not like the two players really didn't like each other they did hate each other but it was not because they had like a cheap shot in some cheap shot (laughs) (laughs) just pansy like nothing like that happened they just hated each other because boston and minnesota are mortal enemies everyone knows that Um, and they didn't fight at a practice or anything like that Mm mm-hmm they didn't. No, they just like hated each. other. They did other hate and each kept other. Kept it to themselves. Yeah, they okay. hated each other, but That's they didn't funny. have like a battle yeah. royale practice. Yeah. Although I love that moment. When I know he's like, it's a good moment. Let him, let him, let the boys go. You know. <laughs> this is my biggest takeaway from these type of movies. <laughs> After like seeing this and remember the Titans, and now like it be of mind where it's like, oh, if a team wants to be good, the coach needs to be batshit crazy yes. and everyone be okay with it. Yeah. It's like, oh, the coach is like, no, I have my roster. It was two hours. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We just saw the players. Like, yeah. He's like, no, I, I got a team. And we're it's like, done. okay. And then he's like, oh, they're going to run back and forth until one of them passes out. Yes. Will this make the team better? Of course. And they'll win. I fluctuated so much between being like, I miss playing on a sports <laughs> team and being like, holy Fuck, well, we had kind of a crazy awful. coach. And yeah. were you guys good? We were like the best Our in the team. state. There you go. So There's a theory. We were. Yeah, we were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Let's take it back to the beginning. Okay. So beginning movie starts with some crazy historical uh, contextualization. All of that is fake. <laughs> <laughs> did we love? Nixon or did we didn't hate? resign, I baby. I liked it. Nixon 2020. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Pretty fun. Um, 
I one thing that right off the bat I was like mad about was like how good of a husband he seemed like in the first like three scenes and I was just like okay like nobody's this good of a husband Mm -hmm. and like good of a father and he was like playing with his kids and like being so sweet to his wife and then when he was starting to be a bad husband I was like pretty happy just because I was like (laughs) I was like listen like he doesn't weird he doesn't (laughs) get to be I was just like there's no way he was this good and then Patty had all the best responses she was oh she's good Patty was like the moose is fine Patty (laughs) okay what's on your mind nothing you're obviously mad about something first you're upset because we didn't talk and then when I try to talk about, I don't know, whatever it is, you don't want us. So, you know, Patty, Her, if you're not willing to... It's not because we didn't talk. It's because you never even asked. Patty was probably my favorite character because she was so... Like, no, obviously this movie doesn't pass the Bechdel test because I'm pretty sure there's one woman in it. I did write down watching this movie being like, would I hate if I only watched this movie from Patricia Clark's uh, viewpoint? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't fully... The stresses of being home raising two kids while your husband's torturing uh, college-aged athletes? Ugh. A drama. She didn't even get to go anywhere cool for the Olympics. It was like Lake New York. Placid, yeah, upstate New York. New York. That's crazy. What? I like kept thinking that Lake Placid was Salt Lake City the whole time, and then I was like, oh my god. I also Googled it while I was watching the movie. <laughs> I wasn't fully sure. But, like, they had a home court advantage. That's what I also thought about. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, we believe in miracles. But the whole crowd was on their team. Mm -hmm. As opposed to if it was, like, in Germany. Where I'd be like, oh, I don't know. So you think uh, Cutter is going to win everything in the next Olympics? No, but, like, (laughs) it helps. Like, I was just watching. I was like, oh, I feel like there was a home court advantage. It was a big upset, Corey. It was. Okay, well, one quote that I really liked that I saw or I'm not going to say it perfectly, but the way that they put this is, so the Russian team had professional athletes on it that they, that were like said that they were amateurs just because they were like, Oh, they're a student or an engineer or something else. So they basically got all these professionals to play. And then the U S had obviously like a bunch of college kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So what that meant was somebody put it as like, it's the equivalent of, the Pittsburgh Steelers, after having won five consecutive Super Bowls, playing like a bunch of kids from college mm. that had never played together before. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that's yeah what it was. And so that's crazy. No, yeah. it's, it's definitely a crazy moment. So I'm proud of them. <laughs> um, All right. So, so this committee convenes. Yes. Very beginning. They're like, who should we get? They decide on Herb Brooks, who everyone knows was supposed to be on the 1960 hockey team, <laughs> oh. but got sliced. Got sent Did home. everyone know that? Like, I think people my, did know that. It, I yeah. mean, it was just like a fact. Like he was a co- he was like in the hockey world, and like he was known yeah. for being cut from that 1960. And that team. was the team that won the gold. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the last time they beat you, Russia. I know what this is about. I know it, and you know it. What? No, what? This. What you're doing. Chasing after something you didn't get that you may never get. What if it doesn't work out, Herb, huh? Are we going to do this every four years? Did you do any research, or did you find anything about like that being his motivation? I think, I don't, I, I mean, it's true. Right. It was, but he also did go on to play in the Olympics. So it's not like he never got his chance. But I mean, just from a psychological level, like I would think that it, if you're in that position, like you do want to beat the team that hasn't been beat since you got cut from the team. I didn't see anything to say like mm-hmm. he didn't give an interview that was like, yeah, I, that was real. But um, it was definitely a thing. So. Okay, and then he puts together a team through tryouts. They kind of just seem to be like his friends and people that he played against. But I mean, like in the movie, he says that like he did watch yeah. the film of all the people. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he knew who... So he had good information. But yeah, there were a lot of people from Minnesota. I will also add that like I actually had a lot of trouble researching because even when, like, when I was going through things that were talking about the inaccuracies... There were like they were so nitpicky yeah. that like the amount of accuracies that there were like the lists were not of things that the movie got right. 
The lists were of things that the it's movie like got Herb wrong. didn't write wear plaid pants. He wore striped <laughs> yeah. pants. Herb would be Ugh. caught dead in plaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, I'll tell you some of them. I think they're so funny. Um, yeah. So, like, I a lot of the stuff, like, because I didn't find anything, like, I think are at least based in fact because like there was nothing to end I can tell you all the things that aren't based in fact better than I can tell you all the things that are because it's so factual yeah I mean like they they literally choreographed that last game Mm -hmm. yes all the actors had like six weeks of training like the biggest part of training was learning how to use the older equipment Mm. because they were all hockey players but they just had to learn how to use like the old sticks and shit Mm -hmm. Um, and then like they even talked to like uh, her books obviously died in the movie. It says like during mm. principal photography. So like he was a right like during pre-production, he was alive and like they did talk to him like how he did pl- practices, how he coached plays, like like even writing the plays down like X's and O's. Like how did he do that? So it is very mm-hmm. heavily based. <laughs> heavily based. Heavily based. Heavily based. <laughs> That's what this movie is. <laughs> um, uh, moving on in the movie, what other notes did you have? How much of it did they choreograph? Just the game against just the No, I think they Meredith tried game, to or? choreograph as much as they could. Um, some of the things from the games that weren't true were like, there's a moment in the game versus Russia where Jim Craig gets shaken up. But in the movie that didn't happen, like when the Soviets score a goal kind of early on, um, they don't score a goal in real life. Oh. But and this note also said that like if a goalie is flagrantly locked, knocked down like that, there would be a penalty. So there wasn't a penalty in the movie. So there are things like that that they just kind of added in for dramatic effect. Um, another thing was like in the the third period of the game of the Soviet Union versus the USA, there were actually nine shots. But if you had been counting, you would have counted nineteen shots. So <laughs> that's crazy. So that's in the third period. Some other fun. Um, I lo- these are little falsehoods from hockey. There are a couple scenes that show Ken Morrow, number three, being a left-handed shooter, but everyone knows that he was actually a right-handed shooter. <laughs> Is that the one with the Jerry curl? Like the really I don't bad, know what he like... looked like, but everything I saw was that like this guy who like was not featured in the movie literally at all was like <laughs> one of the star 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 players who like went on to become amazing in the NHL and, and he wasn't featured in the movie. Was, well, yeah, they had to pick was... all the the charismatic ones yeah. for the talking scenes, you know. Yeah. Hey, before we go back to some good talk about Miracle, let's talk about ways you can support Loosely Based. First way you can help out is leave a comment below and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe. Another way that you can help us is we actually have paid advertisements. So you can pay us to advertise anything that your little heart desires. And what's more, if you have a special friend, aka a friend of the week, that you want to support and give a shout out, for just a small fee, you can cover the entire cost of this podcast for one month. And hey, Stamps.com, if you're listening, we got another <laughs> podcast for you. And the third way is to give us feedback. Ways you can do this. You can DM our Instagram, loosely based underscore podcast. Ooh. You can send an email to looselybasedpod at gmail.com mm. or... If you know one of the hosts personally, just send us a little message. Don't be weird. It can be as simple as, here are three things I liked. Here are three things I didn't like. Yes, as simple as three things I like. <laughs> and no less. <laughs> <laughs> but any feedback would help. Thanks, Booz. Now back to the good stuff. Once they win and Herb doesn't join them on the ice, mm-hmm. but instead goes backstage and does his like, Huh, yes. Yeah. Moment. Oh, I love well, that moment. Also, that's that one. That's definitely true. That's the true. Players, he didn't join them on the. He, they said field, he like field, no. He, they said that well, afterwards he went to so like after the game where they beat the Russians, he like walked through the 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 locker room, but he didn't say anything. And then after the game against Finland, when they won the gold, he was like, "Good job, guys." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> like, that's that like I feel it. like the biggest difference is that like yeah. he was little less charismatic as like Kurt Russell and like more serious more to the bones but like still very like separated himself from the team Interesting. yeah yeah I mean the, the quote about the holiday parties just says Herb wasn't going to holiday parties with players and he wasn't coming up with cute nicknames for them 
we respected him, but I wouldn't say we liked him. When does he come up with cute nicknames? No, he calls them by their nicknames, like the whole movie. Yeah, there's like Rizzo, Michael Ruzioni. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of the players. I think that's my only I'm takeaway. I'm sad that you guys movie. don't know the players. I know there's Jack O'Callaghan who goes, "Why'd you play college hockey?" <laughs> and that's it. I was like deep in player world. Like, listen, Ralph Cox. I wrote like twelve. <laughs> he's mustache, times. right? Yeah, yeah he's mustache. mustache gets cut. Um, For the girls. Ralph Cox. That's why he plays. Oh, oh! I just remembered <laughs> right, my favorite. Right. I just remembered my favorite line, everyone. Careful. What is it? It's not um, the moose, Patty. You guys look like a bunch of monkeys trying to hump a football. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. This isn't a hockey team. This is a bunch of... Right, but apparently right, there like were like, like herbisms. Like yeah. that was the kind of thing that he would yeah. say. Yeah. Supposedly. I love that. I love monkeys so, trying to what about Ralph Cox, though? What do we know about him? He's the Herb Brooks of this team. Yes. That's, like, why it's important, because he's the one that gets cut right before oh, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, and is that, he's real. But did that happen? Was it, like, it's down to 21, and we love every single yeah, member? Yeah, literally. Then, did they bring back Timmy from the Gophers? Oh, no. I don't oh, think yeah, so. I don't know about so that. So he was, that was like more drama, more foil. Yeah, that totally makes sense. They so. probably always just had 21 people and they're like, no, we need a couple. Yeah, I actually like felt like, like that wasn't necessary. I was kind of like, all right. That was like. But that showed that the players were family and were like, I know. could talk we're back family. to this mean coach. All I know is that kid can flat out play. What? And we can't? Oh, he moves the puck. He's got great vision on the ice stick. Soft hands. That's stick. not the point. I'll tell you something else he's got. He's got the attitude I want on and off the ice. So somebody here better explain to me why I shouldn't be giving him a hell of a look. Because we're a family. What? We're a family. Every conflict in this movie is over by at least two scenes afterwards. That's true. Timmy's introduced and immediately he's like, okay, yeah. The, the players are like, we won't stand for this new boy. And the coach is like, I don't care. Well, we like, know the conflict, like, the real okay. conflict that's coming, you know? So everything is just leading up right. to this one big thing. So you would say the big conflict is U.S. versus Soviet. Oh, yeah. Because that was like, that was the game that got people that had never watched no, hockey I before know. were like, like, that's what. But in the like, movie sense, care. I'm saying, is it like, know. do we watch a conflict of like Herb versus himself or Herb versus his wife versus hockey? Mm. <laughs> but it's I don't really think it's Herb versus his wife. <laughs> I think they're just pl- paying homage, mm-hmm. homage. I, so I think it's welcome. it's about the team, it's about the game, but it's also they're trying to give a little insight into this guy's life. Yeah, because he was he was a famous guy, he was and a famous a really coach. Interesting. He did of. what people didn't think was possible. Yeah, it's crazy. As the ending credits said, he never saw it. He lived it. Yeah. <laughs> did you cry at that moment? No, I actually didn't cry at all during this no, movie. No, I didn't cry at this one. Just from I've this seen watching? It. I haven't seen it. First time you watched it? I don't know. Probably I was like... like when Al Michaels says, do you believe in miracles? It's not It's not a crying movie. Yeah. It's, it's a chilling movie. Like, yeah. I, I still get the chills watching that I scene. I just got the chills earlier when you said, do you believe in miracles? So. No, bad <laughs> <laughs> He was the first choice by the director. So there was... No he looks like him. Whatevs. He really looks like yeah. him. He truly was. The director's like, I want Kurt Russell. Because, like, Kurt comes the from, like, a... Was like the the kind of like Herb, yeah. And he's like, "This is my choice." And yeah, because like Kurt had like somewhat of like a sport background, a little, and like knew he was like athletic and passionate. And he's like, "Kurt, yeah, mm-hmm. he was so, so good. he was like, he's good." And uh, Kurt, you learned he was. He, I think he's either like normally a righty or a lefty, and switched hands because yes. Herb was the opposite hand. Wow, a dedicated actor in the field of craft, and he referred to the boys as Team USA, not by their actors and actors, you know. And he, yeah, moment. he only talked to them by their, actor. by their, um, their movie. And names. to only add sweetness oh. more to this beautiful Sunday of Kurt Russell, he took a pay cut. So oh, yeah. when they were filming the like the big hockey arena scene, all of those extras that filled up the arena could have a nice warm meal as opposed to just a packed brown bag lunch. Now that's a man. <laughs> that is a man. That is a man. man. That's one man. Kurt Russell. That's amazing. Goldie Hawn. Kate Hudson. There we go. All right, let's cool. talk injuries. Mm. Oh, um, was that true? Oh, candy okay. ass. Well, I, I will say that I was. That's what they call him. They call him a candy this. ass. Candy ass. What'd you call me? You heard me. You want me to play, huh? Is that what you want? I want you to be a hockey I am a hockey player. You want me to play on one leg? Huh? I'll play on one leg. That'll get him going. Get up. Oh, yeah. There are two injuries. Yes. On two different players. Jack O'Callaghan. 
Yes. Gets injured in his knee and can't play the first right. two games. Or right. So was that true? Yes. 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 The only difference was I think that Jack O'Callaghan got back in for the West Germany game and they put him in one game later in the movie. But like, come on. Got it. And then the other one is McClanahan. McClanahan. Yeah. yeah. He, gets, he gets a contusion. He gets a contusion. Which is just a fancy word for a bruise. Yeah. So basically that was all true. He did like like get a contusion and then like didn't have his stuff on and had like this big huge fight with oh that whole Brooks. fight where Herb yeah. like and then he shows like, his acting abilities where he's like blah, blah, and that's he's when like, he calls him the candy ass and yeah. then the guy's like I'll clean up yeah that's a good line yeah and that really happened and all that's that part happened of, that's like oh. why they were like supposedly Damn. tied that game or whatever yeah. miracle miracle it's just the world of miracles See, the thing is it's such a because the ending, I want to say, is so crazy that they win, mm-hmm. that this movie does tries not to create more drama to like and stays pretty true. But then I also think that then relates to it being, I'm not going to say boring, but I'm going to go <laughs> boring adjacent where I'm at times just being like, this is nice. Things are fine. Yeah. But that's real life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so. I, I like that. Yeah. I think that there's also like an aspect to the movie where it's like it's just yeah it's portraying like life at the time like whenever my dad watches he says that like the characters or the players are dressed very accurately and they have like very accurate haircuts and that's and he says that that makes it fun to watch because he is the same age as those guys he was the same age at the time he was in college he said that those guys like their schools would come play at my dad's school and he would see them so he knew who these people were as a hockey guy, my dad actually both my parents missed opportunities to go to this game, which is oh. crazy. Because my dad went to Colgate, so he's right near in upstate New York. Yeah, and his friends were like, "Yo, we're gonna go try and sneak into this Russia game." And my dad was like, "Well, they're not gonna win, and I don't even want to try." Fair they enough. got in, saw the game, uh, they won. Oh, yeah, so that's why I get so emotional yeah. watching this movie mm-hmm. once a year. Oh, and then my touching. mom. Who yes. wrote Wait, for the... Your parents are the Herb Brooks of you guys watching the movie. <laughs> oh. I just missed it. Last people cut. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, my mom wrote for the school newspaper, and the sports editor got tickets to the game, and then he sold them because he didn't think that they would win. Wow. I know. Damn. Crazy. Wait, but my mom was going to go. Coaches of something. I know. I know. <laughs> the next time USA plays against Russia. No, those games gonna... aren't good. Like the current teams, it's right. all like NHL players. They play each other all year round, and yeah. that's like the biggest thing. Is like yeah. even they mentioned in like after or Herb's yeah. monologue at the yeah. end. It's like a couple years after this Olympics, they allowed professional athletes, and that changed everything. A few years later, the U.S. began using professional athletes at the games, dream teams. I always found that term ironic because now that we have dream teams, we seldom ever get to dream. Well, I feel like at one point well, I read yeah, that no, the NHL is no. trying to stop that. No, I did. Yeah, I th- I've read that. Because the NHL, because it like causes injuries and the NHL doesn't like yeah. it. Yeah, the last Olympics they did that. Fair enough. Yes, Benjamin. At my camp for Color War, the counselors participate also. Yes. And one year there was like a 6'9 basketball player from Europe. And everyone was like, to the director, are you going to let him play in, in green and white? And his quote was, no, I can't do that. This is like the Olympics for all these Jewish kids. Oh, my God. That's insane. But the sentiment of like, you know, like for the NHL players, it's like a regular game kind of. And then for like a bunch of college kids, it's It's like like this huge dream that they remember forever. And then they get portrayed in a Disney Mm -hmm. film. I'm Mm -hmm. so happy for them. And then they become... Finance guys. (laughs) Wait, I have a question that I forgot to ask. Okay. What is the deal with the Soviet coach? He looks he's such a weirdo. His eyebrows. He had fantastic eyebrows. Um he I don't know too much about him, but what I do know is that this is something they left out of the movie that was like actual drama at the time was that he actually like had had the flu right before that game. Hmm. Um, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse, <laughs> but he had like been re- he had like been really sick, and then so I don't know. And they didn't talk about it. And I was like, in my notes, I was like, that makes sense that they left that out. Um, but do you know the thing. general history of like what happened to these Soviet players to like yeah. lose 
like yeah so uh, a bunch not of them valid. went to the nhl like they didn't go back home to like mother russia and no. like also, two were murdered secretly. The sentiment between the two teams was not horrible. And I also think this movie did an okay job of not like totally exaggerating the evilness. Of True, like it. as opposed to like the yeah. other just with like cool runnings where it's like, yeah. like, haha, go away and like mean. And it's like, no, they just, yeah. they were rushing. I think cool. Jim Craig, I think I saw something that said Jim Craig and like one of the, the great Russian players the night before like played an arcade game together and like just like communicated just with like smiles and nods oh who knew yeah it's not like the movie didn't have a little bit of that there was one point where one of the players is like he's Russian he'll get shot if he smiles or something (laughs) like that but I feel like that's what people thought of them at the time I mean Everyone exactly. called them commie bastards. That's People like, also like literally yeah. still say that shit about Russians. But it was still crazy so. that like, um, and like her, like I would notice this right away. Like her, like when they picked him or whatever, and he explained his style, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to take the Soviet style of coaching right. and play." And I mean, it was like. Herb's a combi. Like, how is everyone not freaking out? Like, this man wants to go Soviet style. Yeah, but... But it was accepted. They accepted, they said. Mm-hmm. And that was true. He's really good at hockey. Yeah. That was true. He did yeah. took the styles of Canada yeah. and Soviet. Yeah. He's a good coach. A good man. Mm. Well, no, he wasn't a good man. That's debatable. I don't know. I see In real life. I mean, like, they respected him, but they didn't love him. It's like, where do you draw the line? I mean, different time and coaches and sports are yeah. all... Like, this is what I brought up watching Remember the Titans, where I was like... Yeah. Coach Boone, I don't know, was that was he a great man or Do you separate the coaching from like the, the man. man the man? I think, like yes. do you separate the artist from the man? I think Herb Brooks was probably like a pretty good guy. But he just like part of his job like was serious. That yeah. moment at the beginning when they're like, Oh my god, so corny when they're like waiting in line for gas and we're like, Oh, like just because you wanted to tell us about the gas crisis but that's fine um <laughs> which and, my dad always says oh that was too real and then it goes into like the whole <laughs> spiel about like even in odd numbers this with your father no you don't yes does he cry watching this no he likes does he, he cry no <laughs> he's my dad Fathers. dads don't cry <laughs> dads, dads don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> Ugh, our new podcast yeah, dads don't segment. cry <laughs> Did your dad cry watching this movie? Isn't no, and it's just no, and then we finished. That was it. <laughs> Dads don't cry. I want to tell you guys about George Nagobad's dog. Oh, <laughs> a real he man. has a name. Please. Okay, that. so wait. The coach there on the team. There was this third gentleman. He was from um, originally from Latvia. Not Polish. Educated, <laughs> educated in Germany. Can we get his name one more time? George Nagelbad. <laughs> <laughs> and when did he move? Pre, post, during World War II? Um, 1951. Post? Yikes. <laughs> Not where you want to be on that one. Here's everything you need to know about George Nagelbad's first. Uh, name. George is his middle name. His first name is Visval- Doc. <laughs> <laughs> no. What was it? Visvaldis. Um, born in Latvia, nice studied in German, knee. <laughs> <laughs> Surgical residency at University of Minnesota, came in 1951, took a position with the Golden Gophers hockey program, 1958, where he met Herb fully Her. loaded. Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> so they were like best friends, like good, f- I mean, yeah. I feel like Herb so can he- never be best friends with his coaches because it's serious. Right. But he says in the movie, he's like, I've been with him for 20 years. Well, in that accent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> um, anyway, point is, he knows him, and that's why he was like, listen up. He wants the kids to hate him so they don't have time to hate each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was sweet. Um, what about the third coach? Craig. Craig? Craig? Isn't that his name? Is amazing. Is he yeah. real? I love Craig. First of all, Craig is amazing because... I like that actor. He's a good actor. He Truman like, Show. He, That's all Truman I know. Truman Show. He was just so complacent. Again. No. Whistle. Like, oh well, I mean, he, I bet he was scared of him, oh. too. Because yeah. wasn't he yes. one of his players? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Was that true? That's like a comment that they made. Over. Let me tell you guys all about Craig Patrick, not to be confused with <laughs> so Jim first Craig. name Craig. First name Craig. Just Last name Patrick, though uh, a so, two name. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And a, a two name. <laughs> a classic two name. Her um, Brooks could be two names, right? Two first names is yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, yes. Brooks. But Brooks. I know Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. You basically, all you need to know about Craig is that he was a real guy. <laughs> 
Did he play though for Herb? Yeah. Did yeah. he ever speak more than one sentence? <laughs> no, he actually it says it right here. He never had spoken a sentence. Ah, interesting. Ever. Craig is just sweet. I love him. Okay, so it seems like if I'm just gonna cut to the chase with yeah, our rocks. the glam up. Yes. Where we decide who looks better, who looks worse, who looks the same from real life to movie. I think spiritually who gets yes. who Yes, got not just hotness, boost. Not just emotionally, spiritually. I think Either everyone's equal, or specifically then for Herb, he got a glam up. Because they were like, he's a little nicer. Unless you want him to be mean, then he got a glam up. No, Herb got a glam up. I don't want a coach being that mean and then like not coming to my cribs. No, the holiday party's a nice Mm -hmm. scene, and they get him a whip, and he's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. Then he walks out and is like, your guys are snakes, but they're friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh For sure. So that's it. Glam's all around. I think... I think... A couple of them were like, like Cox, for example, came off amazing. And who knows how he was in real life? He was probably pretty pissed, but he left that room with such dignity. He understood that mm-hmm. that was his time. He left time. that room with such dignity. Mm-hmm. Michael Ruzioni. <laughs> he looked exactly the same. Yes, he I think he's really the only exactly one. I think the he's the only one. Well, there was one player who uh, his son play- yeah, portrayed him. Which is so Schneider. Yeah, I don't know. I think Patty probably got a glam up because I think she we, was so oh, good. What do we know about it? Oh, not that much. <laughs> okay. She was just a housewife. Yeah, I mean, like, she was a supportive wife to her Brooks and was there a were, real person. Yeah. There were some wildly cliche lines in this movie, like, that are in either every sports movie or every movie oh. where, like, a husband works hard. My, oh my God, do you have yeah. a specific line? I, yeah, I have three specific lines. Go for Show it. Us. All right, the work, the work hard line was just like there's always a moment where the wife is like, "Take a break." <laughs> oh, I see it. Then it's I can tell you remember the Titans. Bo- Coach Boone's wife definitely tells them, yeah. "Take a break, relax." Speaking, speaking of remember the Titans, there's a scene where um, Craig is like, he can't push the team this hard, and the assistant coach in. Remember the Titans says something almost the same. And then there's another line that's almost the same from Remember the Titans where he's like, win, lose, or tie, you're going to play like champions. Mm -hmm. And then in Remember the Titans, it's win, lose, or tie, you're going to hold your heads up high. I just got chills with you saying that. You Remember the times I liked a little more. You need to join a sports team. Uh, no. <laughs> False. Okay, well. Yeah. I'll watch sports. I watch football. That's why I just got chills with the Remember the Ty- oh. Titans line. Well, you should watch hockey. I feel like you'd like hockey. If you like sport, like I feel like hockey's like a real I mean, my mother is <laughs> Canadian and there was obviously <laughs> hockey night in Canada. But other than that. Anyways, I thought, okay, but how you thought with like the cliche lines, like I literally wrote down while watching this movie, I was like, all music and sports films sound the same. Like the heartwarming score and shit. I was like, oh, I've heard this. Mm-hmm. But it was nice. It's comforting. Yeah. This movie is good chicken soup for the soul. Oh, you know yes. what part especially is like chicken soup, soup for, the, for soul? the soul? Is the part where he's driving home from the Christmas party and he turns on the radio and like there's mm-hmm. who's giving the Christmas speech or something like that. Oh, oh, oh Carter. Well, I guess it's not Carter. feel good. I guess oh, it's like. No, it's a Carter. He's like, he just further gives it yeah. the historical reference. Yeah. The erosion of our confidence in the future is threatening to destroy the social and the political fabric of America. The confidence that we have always had as a people is not simply some romantic dream or a proverb in a dusty book that we read just on the 4th of July. It is the idea which founded our nation and has guided our development as a people. That's probably one of those moments where they're like, let's define this time in history by putting in this real speech. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I also think, though, the montage at the beginning to give us historical clarity, too long. Yeah. I'll agreed. Say. Agreed. Cool. Yeah. So glam ups all around, Very we think. Dead. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this movie, it's like going into this, I knew like someone who always did the quote, like, why'd you want to play college yeah. hockey? And so that quote in my line. So like going into this movie, I was like, oh, is this like another heavily quoted movie? Like how I remember the Titans was. And then watching it, I didn't really, like, this one happened so early where I was like, oh, I don't, and then, like, nothing else happened where I'm, like, jumped out. Like, yes, Herb's final speech where, like, what, mm-hmm. how's it start? Uh, great, great moment. Great opportunity. In a that, Minnesotan accent. That's what we have here tonight. Great Boys. moments. <laughs> Wait, can we, uh... Can we hear the speech? Yeah, do it in your Alex best Minnesota accent. I'm not way better. I'm not speech. doing the speech. You're way better than me. At it. Do you want to 
like okay, take turns. Like, can you do a line. Okay, uh, but can I do the remember, first part because I always Minnesota. mess up on the second yeah. line. Okay. From St. Also, Paul, Minnesota. Also, wait, fun fact before we get into this yes. is that this wasn't like a verbatim speech. I think it was oh, Callahan's came from his memory and he kind of jotted down what he thinks the gist of it was, showed a bunch of the oh. other players and they were like, yeah, pretty much gets it. So it was That's kind of like cool. So it's mixed, like a screenwriter did, it wasn't just like screenwriter yeah. writes they, passionate speech. That's very cool. That yeah. is really cool. That's, yeah. I wouldn't have expected, I wouldn't mm. have even like thought of that as like a possibility a possibility okay yeah. let me set the scene okay. it is the big game before the soviets we are uh at the semifinals of lake placid olympics herb walks into the locker room or as al michaels once called it while giving his announcing a dressing, dressing room, room. Yes. wrote that down that was wild <laughs> and that annoys me and then i was like i he, he, all right time out we're going back to this where i was like oh maybe this is al michaels original commentary because like he just called it a dressing room when i know like he what like he only has commentated like two hockey games mm-hmm. like this one and maybe like one before like right. he, he's not a hockey announcer he's, a he's like a football guy, guy. And so he said, like, he's like, well, the players are headed back to their dressing room. And I was like, boy, we all know it's a locker room. But, <laughs> and so I was like, but now knowing that that he came into a studio later and like, is just like commentating on film. And he's like, well, these players are headed back to their dressing room. I hope that keeps them up at night because it kept me up. <laughs> Anyways, we're in the dressing room. In the dressing room. Herb walks in. It is, a, you could hear a pin drop. Great, Great moments. moments are born from great opportunity. That's what we have here tonight, boys. That's what we've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, something with them. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the world's greatest hockey team. Okay, that was incredible. That was off, so... just off top of the head that you guys just did that, but there was no Minnesota done. accent. I We're not done. No, continue. Uh, Sorry, my I breath back in. Wait, wait. Get. What did I? What did I just say? Um, and we shut down because we can. Tonight we are the world's greatest hockey team. Um, you were meant to be here, yes. every one of you. Oh no. Yes, I knew you had it. Commit to it. You were meant to be here, everything. Each and every one of you. Oh fuck! I can't remember. You were meant to be a hockey player. Right? Oh yeah, you, you were, were born to be a hockey player, each and every one of you, and you were meant to be, be here, here tonight. tonight. Oh, I'm gonna cry. oh my god, fuck! What's the rest? This is pretty impressive. Um, because okay. I just want everyone to know the one line I quote throughout, been quoting throughout this. Why'd you play college? Why'd you want to play college hockey? It is written in my notes. I had to look at it multiple <laughs> times to make sure I said it right. But they just did the speech off the energy. Off the, the energy between Dan and Alex was like. This had been a like this moment was something that was like I a had, culmination. Oh, of, I got it. She's back. Okay. I'm sick. Didn't even have to look at. I'm now. sick and tired of hearing about, about what, what a great, great hockey team, hockey team, team the, the Soviets had. Screw them. This, this is this is, is your, your time. Now go, go out there and take it. <laughs> That's my girl. Incredible. That's my girl, Alex. Incredible. Then we uh, just beat the you. Soviets. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. So, like, that's the kind of, like, intensity in a moment that, like, I bet Al Michaels kind of cringed hearing himself play that back. Okay, adding more context to that. So, like, he said that line, obviously. That was very off the cuff. Obviously, you don't... Like, I think he, like, had thought about it, like, at one point, like, while the game was happening, like, how, like, miraculous this was or whatever. And then he just said it. And, like, it's this beautiful sports moment. Mm -hmm. But then, like, he stayed in the arena. Like, the game was shown on a time like a like it was shown later like how sometimes in the olympics it's mm-hmm. not live mm-hmm. so it was like an hour time delay that the it was shown to the american audiences and because thankfully to not social media they did not know the game out outcome before as opposed to like now you'd be like oh the, the americans beat the soviets and then you'd watch it at night um but he stay he had to stay at the stadium uh to because he was then announcing for like the finland semifinal game mm-hmm. and so he did not hear it play out like did not mm-hmm. hear and like it truly had like a beautiful moment amongst like and like all these american homes like watching this and like he didn't realize until like way later i think he like saw bob costas and he's like i can't believe you said that and he's like Say bob what? costas was around then yeah oh, bob costas, that makes so much olympics sense. runs deep that's what he's been always doing all this. really yeah oh, I mean, do you remember that's the year he got thing. pink eye yes <laughs> 
All right, y'all. I got I got a flash round in case anybody's looking for some fun facts. I think I've said everything I wanted to say for today, so I'm good for whatever. Oh wow! Um, all right. One of my favorite fun facts is that Herb Brooks kept telling his players that one of the Russians looked like Stan Laurel. Like he's not a jokester, but he just kept insisting that one of the Russian players looked like Stan Laurel. Did you Google Stan Laurel? I still haven't Googled Stan Laurel. All the players were like, he didn't even look like Stan Laurel. This was just like, this was just like a weird thing that Herb Brooks was obsessed with. And in hindsight, they're like, we That's know so now good. that he was just trying to get us to like not take them too seriously. Mm. But like at the time, they were like, why is he so into this Russian guy looking like Stan Laurel? Anyway, I love that. Okay, so they really did take the goalie out after the first period. That's crazy. That's crazy. The greatest goalie in the world. Tridiac, I think yeah. is his name. They took him yeah. out, and that was like, and even like the entire stadium, like even the Russian players thought that they were taking him out for like a play just to be like, what the fuck, you're letting the stupid American kid score on you? But they kept mm-hmm. him out for the whole game, and no one was yeah, expecting Which that. is also crazy, though, because that like... I feel like that would have been a sign of weakness that the Russians wouldn't have wanted to show yeah. or the Soviets, right. you know? So remember in the, when they're watching the footage in the beginning of the film, like when they're, the, yeah. the team is formed and they're like, yeah. if you shoot on this goalie, you keep the puck because it yeah, never yeah. happens. Like yeah, yeah. that's the goalie that plays. He's like the greatest goalie so the in the entire world. Their, I mean, the Soviets and he goal. Right. Yeah, benched after him the after the first period. Right. And they say, like, and it was only tied. They yeah. had, they weren't even winning. Got it. Which is that's not a thing that you do. I think her. So I don't did that, know, and that did happen. That in did happen. IRL. And but the line cool, cool, I, cool. I love the line in the movie where he's like, "They just took out like you guys just made them take out the best hockey, mm-hmm. like the go- best goalie in the world." And I was like, "Yeah, they mm-hmm. did." Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. U S. Okay. <laughs> every wait. U. Here's a heartwarming one. Okay. Yeah. After every goal in the Olympics, this is in real life. After every goal in the Olympics, the U.S. bench would empty, and the entire team would pile on the goal okay. scorer in okay. separation. Watching that, that, I thought I that, that was crazy. Yeah, I thought that was excessive. Also, I was like, "How are they?" I was like, every, "There should be a delay of game penalty." Goal. Yeah. They didn't do it in the thing because that would have taken too much time. They showed it after the big ones, yeah. like after the one at the end of the period to tie the game, and then the one. Ones. That's crazy that that's real, and then they did it even more. Ugh, I it's hate either really that. annoying or really cute because they were like, "Oh shit, we scored!" Didn't think that would happen. It's cute in the movie, mm-hmm. but if it's after everyone, it's like, "Boys, get back!" Like, yeah. we, yeah. you're still losing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about like when football players like like do a tackle, oh, like yeah. even that though the runner got and like five dance. yards, and it's like they're still losing by two touchdowns. It's like, "Boys, stop dancing! Mm-hmm. You're losing." Mm-hmm. The title of my memoir. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, stop dancing. That's, you're losing. That's good. I played football for one year in eighth grade, and we scored like our first touchdown and did like a celebration or something. And one of the coaches was like, Act like you've been there before. <laughs> and That's also, really- do you remember the dance? I don't oh. remember what we did, but they dabbed and then flossed. <laughs> that is an eighth grader this year. But I feel like. That's the opposite of like yeah the rush like the Russians wanted to be intimidating like if you like if you want to like act like you should be in this game and yes, you should win this I game agree. like you can't pile on the person every time they score I, that's but crazy. I, they what I read was that like nobody like planned that it just like happened because they were just like they literally were like, like this family goals. they had like so much love that's for true they, they do were love just one like. Another. Oh, they were just like they brimming. Were they were a family. We're uh, family. So yeah. All right. Now we're gonna get into some of the falsehoods. This is one of my favorites because it's couldn't. Okay, it just says in one game the camera pans to Herb and behind him we can see a man wearing an Under Armour hat. <laughs> Under Armour didn't uh, come out until 1996, and I'm just like <laughs> that can't be on like the list of biggest inaccuracies like in a factual errors. Yes, I yeah. saw that. Um, let's see what else we have. Okay, this was a big miss opportunity. Callahan was missing two front teeth during the game. Oh, they weren't going to do that. Because he's like their Hollywood hottie. I know, but can you imagine if all the time he had front teeth and then he finally just didn't have two front teeth? They would have made it a bit more accurate, though, because hockey players are like, their mouths are grizzly. Especially back then when they didn't have face masks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The reason why I wrote helmets on my shit is (laughs) because... The one note she took while watching the movie just says helmets. Is oh, I actually took another note. They didn't start <laughs> wearing helmets until 1979. That's so and that rule, they, so that, that, that rule was grandfathered in. So those players that were playing in the NHL, like that, didn't wear helmets, had the option to. But if you were new to the NHL, if you were already in the NHL, 
you didn't have to wear a helmet but if you were new you had to wear one that's crazy so crazy to me yeah that's like people that are like a beat and it still took crazy years later until well that's what like the with the helmets like i noticed like the ref wasn't wearing a helmet yeah and i was like refs didn't have to start till like the 90s or something yeah um yeah pretty much the other things that were off other than things that we've already talked about are like the rink size was technically slightly off and like <laughs> okay we're done with this. Yeah. we are <laughs> done with these people <laughs> a little fact you want to know the real patty was in the audience she oh, yeah. she is the woman next to the goalie jake craig or whatever jim, jim craig not to be confused with craig, craig patrick, patrick. <laughs> jim craig the goalie uh his widowed father the woman standing next to him in the stands is the real patty brooks yeah that's that's all i got team 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 you family you s a baby so why'd you want to play college hockey for the girls. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> no, Doxy, I'm really asking. Why'd you want to play college hockey? That's the one line, like the continuation of that line is the one that everyone in my family says. Which and is? that's the one where he's like, he's like, that pansy over there cheap shots me. <laughs> I get tossed out of the game. He steals the ring right off my finger. What would you do? Or like, how would you feel? Or something like that. That's, that's so the line. Good, Alex. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I think on that. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys all have a loosely based Monday. This movie was not loosely based as the first one. Let's clap it in. It is heavily based. Heavily based. based. Welcome to our podcast, Heavily Based. I'm so honored to have been a part of a sequel to Dads Don't Cry. (laughs) All right. See you next time when we take a look at. Argo, which was referenced in this movie, as we're just going to continue from movie to movie, on connection to connection. So Argo, fuck yourself. We'll see you next time, (laughs) babies. Wow. (laughs) The theme music for this episode was made by Dan and Keller. The podcast artwork was done by Caroline Morrison. We are produced by Courtney Cassell, Jacob Greenberg, and Sam Kahn. And a big special thanks to Donald Whalen. If you enjoy Loosely Based, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps. If you would like to advertise anything at all, suggest a movie, or just say hey, message one of the hosts or send an email to looselybasedpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 